Welcome to Friday Night Party Line. I'm your host, Victor Frost, and tonight we've got a bevy of wonderful topics. First off, though, we've got Cherba. Hey, Cherba. Hi. I'm still looking at Power Rangers stuff on Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah, we were kind of talking about uh, the dangers of being a Power Ranger uh, right before the show. Uh, And then we got from uh, New York, New York, we got Nelson. I represent all good and bad New York values. Ah. He has uh, apparently also started his uh, bid for presidency with <laughs> that statement. And we've got George. Hey, George. How's it going, Victor? It's going all right. Ah, so first episode of the new year. We had a nice little, uh, we had like, what, three or four weeks off from doing the show? That wasn't too bad. Good little that was nice. nice little month of vacation, but we're we're back to the back to work here. Um, how was you guys' New Year? I lived on a boat and I didn't even steal it this time. <laughs> <laughs> were you uh, were you uh, rolling with the motion of the ocean? I was indeed. If the boat was rocking, just you know, feel free to knock. It's probably just wash. <laughs> uh, how about you, George? How was your New Year? Uh, pretty good. Spent it in Rhode Island with friends, playing games and drinking. Why would you go to Rhode Island? <laughs> because that's where my friends were this year. Oh man! For where? no other reason. Where, where in Rhode Island? Dare I ask? It was like I don't think they're going to be there next year. But you can't get in ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 45 minutes outside of Providence. It was... Oh, so they were in Boston. <laughs> no joke. I had to drive, you know, through Connecticut, through Rhode Island, through Massachusetts, through Rhode Island, through Massachusetts again, and then into finally Rhode Island where we, you know... I am, I am thinking about the geography. I'm thinking about the geography of that. And how did you... Like, how did you go in and out of Rhode Island and Massachusetts twice to get back into Rhode Island? Because I'm thinking about it, and it, I can't imagine any route that would take you that way. That is bizarre. When you get to the western edge of Rhode Island, things the roads do weird things. Well, I mean, <laughs> they're entirely normal roads. It's just the state lines do funny things. Mm-hmm. It They're is not kind of- lost. They're just having an accidental adventure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All I can hear in my head is the Adventure Line song from the Stanley Parable. <laughs> that beautiful fanfare. Ah, uh, what about you, Nelson? How was your New Year's? It was very sleepy. Mm. Oh, but apparently, according to Steam, I played sixty hours of The Witcher. That little? And- it's a good game. <laughs> Uh, all right then well let's uh let us be about it gentlemen so uh first episode of 2016 let's start with uh the usual fair what new year's resolutions did you guys make and or already break for this year and uh well we'll get to the second half of that discussion after we find out what you guys did or did not do turbo you want to you got any resolutions for the year no, I didn't, because so far I am pretty much one for how many years have I been alive for keeping New Year's resolutions? So I just went, <laughs> you know what? 
I'm just going to leave it this year. There's no point. Because mm. all you're going to do is you're going to make a resolution, you're going to break it before too long, and then you're just going to feel bad about it and not actually keep doing it. So why bother? Just do things. I've been sticking with my resolutions, but we'll get to that later. Uh, George, how about you? What are your? Re- did you have make any resolutions at all? I don't feel that the arbitrary date on the calendar has any, <laughs> you know, power over. Maybe what I'm sorry. I, should I feel like my life about. I'm, I'm getting the feeling like I'm talking to the wrong crowd here. Nelson, Nelson, <laughs> I made. Nelson, I made. You're my only hope. I made one resolution. Okay, what's your resolution? Play more board games. <laughs> That's a goal, damn it. That's a <laughs> that is, I resolve to make a concerted effort to play more board games. Okay. Well, I I did not make resolutions. I did make goals. Um, my goal, uh, my goals this year were is to lose thirty pounds so I can get down to like two twenty. Um, oh wow! I'm a big guy. Uh, lose twenty pounds. That's a lot of weights, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Lose twenty pa- uh, Lose uh, thirty pounds. Um, publish two videos a week, which so far I've been pretty good. F- I've been pretty good with this year. Does uh, this count? Yeah, th- of course this counts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, you're just going to click upload. There's no editing. <laughs> Still counts. Um and uh I've uh, I'm I'm going one of my uh and this actually I guess this might actually I'm not sure if this is a resolution or a goal. Um to improve my uh photography skill and in order to do that I've joined a um a photo a week uh challenge group. So you get like these you get like these goals like each week you have a particular kind of photo you're supposed to take like oh here do take an artistic photo of the color red or oh take a landscape you know with this sort of specification or that sort of specification and uh i've been i've been keeping up with that i'm on week three it's very fun um i've seen some of your stuff on facebook it's fun yeah thank you looks i think it i think it's looking looking all right so far but uh, only time will tell so, uh, I, all right, well, I, like I guess... your bouquet of screwdrivers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still got them right here. Hold on. I still got it. I haven't bothered... I haven't bothered putting them away. I enjoyed that. I haven't bothered putting them away yet. This is actually supposed to be something I'm going to plant an actual plant in, but I think I might keep my bouquet of screwdrivers in there. Um, so, I guess this sort of brings us up to the second half. Should we even bother making resolutions to begin with? Since it seems like three-fourths no. of the panel is half-assing their way or not doing it in the first place. Well, I make resolutions I think- when I have my yearly physical with my doctor. And he's like, mm, you, need to, you need to cut back on the saturated fats. And I go, yeah, I should. But do you? Two weeks. <laughs> Man, the last time I had a physical, the doctor told me that we should probably stop smoking while we were standing out the back of his surgery, both having a cigarette. Amateur, <laughs> 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 <Damn it>, <laughs> how are you actually like a person? <laughs> I know he's like. It seems like he's a like he's a series of 
very clever, cleverly crafted anecdotes in like this compilation of great anecdotes. That's what it kind of feels like his life is sometimes. It's like, is this, is uh, he see, actually, is-, is, is Cherba actually a person or is Australia really that awesome? And I'm kind of wondering about it. Oh, no, the thing is, when I was 12, I just hired a team of Jewish writers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm basically just, you know, curb your enthusiasm my way through life. (laughs) (laughs) My doctor is an old school Greek guy, so he's cool. (laughs) Well, if Trump wins this year's election, uh, I might be just I might just be coming over there (laughs) if I if they let me in. It's actually really hard to emigrate to uh, to Australia. Is it? Just, you know, FYI. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not the easiest thing in the world, dude. That's for sure. Mm. Especially if you come by boat. I don't advise that. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, so- all the lessons that we learned from the indigenous people of Australia, maybe stop the boats should have been the wrong one, probably. Hmm. But yeah, for serious like actual resolutions, um, my my ongoing resolution is to just lose a bit of weight because I've got a bit of belly fat, mm. not healthy. Try and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I'm always sort of trying <laughs> to lose a bit of weight. It usually doesn't go well. Since I started this goal, which was about a year ago, I've lost about five pounds, which is progress In- incremental I progress guess. is still progress incremental although i think progress. five I'm, I'm, although i think five pounds may be within the margin of error i've lost five pounds don't take that away from me <laughs> <laughs> well is i think i think george you brought up a interesting point earlier on about it's a you don't you said that you don't understand you don't uh, subscribe to an arbitrary you know, making changes in your life due to an arbitrary date on the calendar. Is that, is that more or less, I mean, I don't know. Are you the type of person to, to ascribe to, uh, subscribe to traditions basically in cultural traditions, or do you take the, uh, a la carte sort of methodology and picking whether or not to go with a tradition or not? I, I probably would subscribe to the a la carte, uh, I mean, like, my family, we have lamb at Easter because we're Greek. That's just tradition. It's also delicious. But <laughs> tradition, is the, tradition is the reasoning behind that, of course. Uh, but I don't think that because we've always done it this way is a good reason to do anything. Well, that's a reasonable thing to say, but I yeah. mean... Yeah. It's an okay place to start about any topic, but it's not a good reason to keep doing something. Mm. I don't have an extra one, though. There, there's a lot of people who take the piss out of other folk who make the resolution that they're going to sign up to the gym and lose weight, and then they just don't. They sign up to the gym, and then they go a couple of times, and then just don't go. Oh, that and was apparently this fucking week. Oh, my God, there are so many people at our gym. Seriously. Yeah. Especially gym people make fun of them. You shouldn't make fun of them because you know why your gym membership is so cheap? It's all of those people. Yeah. No, if no, they I actually had to people. serve those people, mm-hmm. then those people. your gym membership would be so expensive. 
Yeah. I don't make fun of those people who go and, you know, start up and they go. I make fun of those people who come to the gym and then they're sitting there on the treadmill with their Reading fucking phones, taking a selfie. Look at me on the treadmill. <laughs> oh, fuck you. You're here to get healthy. Fucking do your cardio. Wait, lift your weights and go home. <laughs> I think Actually, there is one tip I will give to those people, and it's very brief, is that if you want to go to the gym more, but you don't always feel like working out, then do as Terry Crews does, which is, you know, sometimes you go to the gym, you don't want to work out, you, you feel shitty or whatever. Just go to the gym, sit in the lobby and like have a smoothie and read a book or something. As long as you go to the gym, that is the important part. Form the habit of going to the gym. You don't have to exercise there. You just have to go. Once you've got that habit, the exercising part gets pretty easy. Yep. You read the uh, you you read his uh, Reddit AMA too, huh? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Crews, man. It's Terry Crews. <laughs> he I is- definitely recommend. Going to the gym with someone, yeah. If you if you can, a buddy. Um, yeah, because then not only are you forced to, uh, you know, you have an obligation to another human, which mm-hmm. most humans put some weight towards. Um, but also, if you want to do the the cool badass exercises, you've got someone who can catch the thing before it hits you. It's called a spotter. That is always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was I was dumbing it down for our potentially non non gym going audience. I think I think a, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. George, I know you go to the gym. Does anybody else on this panel actually go to a gym? I go to a gym uh, usually twice a week. Really? Yeah, I usually average about twice a week. I wow. try to do three. Here's the 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 problem with Nelson. Your plan of having a person to go with. When that person is your significant other uh. and you live together, it is very easy, as I did this evening, <laughs> for you to say, do you want to go to the gym or do you want to go get margaritas and burritos? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> and uh. The answer is almost always margaritas and burritos. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh. It's like a gym for your mouth. <laughs> I suppose yeah, the, the I suppose trying to fit the, times a week. I suppose trying to fit the biggest burrito you can possibly fit in your mouth could be considered a stretch. Um, I have done that. It was at Chipotle in high school. <laughs> it was the size of a baby. <laughs> a baby, huh? Yes. Wait so a minute, hold on, hold on. Now we know that Nelson can stuff a baby in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is valuable information. Why, I don't know, but there it is. Uh, so, I mean, so resolute, so what about the arbitrary date sort of factor of it? I mean, is, hey, should we, is the new year even a thing that we should bother celebrating? I mean, it is literally the ticking over of a calendar, which, I mean, for people who had physical calendars on the wall, yes, that may have been a mildly momentous occasion. You know, move, take one, take your puppy's, uh, take your puppy's calendar off the wall and put up your kitty cat calendar on the wall. But what about? But we don't have those anymore. I mean, do you guys have a physical calendar? No, we also don't have uh, checks in which to make the joke that we are writing the wrong year in. Yes, I, I actually, have both of I do things. have, I do have a check. I will George, note. Do you have a fax machine? 
I do have a check. I, I don't I have a fax note. machine. I, I also don't have a scanner. I oh, have man. a fax machine scanner right there, um, but it is also part of my printer. So I have a networked printer. That yeah. is all. It is a laser printer. That is the only thing it does. Mm. I do not own a printer. Well, because Nelson comes from a land I, beyond the singularity, wherein we he we he has transcended all paper forms. <laughs> also, it's, also, it's I work. He never has I, to print anything out and, and sign it. Well, no, <laughs> I, I also work in publishing. We've got printers at the office. <laughs> That's that's cheating. That's oh, that's not bizarre. cool. Yeah, actually, I do have a check. It is one of the three checks my bank gave me, saying that I should order a checkbook. I opened this bank account two years ago. I still have like two checks left. That was how Victor lost all his money. Well, no, you see, I covered up the account and routing information with my hand. We can still zoom and enhance. Yeah, have you seen them enhance on CSI? Oh it's yeah, crazy. it's crazy, crazy stuff, crazy. All right, I so we get once zoom into someone's eye to see the killer. Yeah, get the reflection from your fingernail, <laughs> and then that the diffraction of light through your hand because your hand is not perfectly opaque, um, and then run calculations for. Uh, Two billion years, and then we'll figure out what your banking number is. Two, but no, it, it takes thirty seconds, Nelson. That's the TV has. Well, we don't have FBI computers. Can we just brief? Can we just while we're on this oh, discuss point. the the bring up the topic that we literally have cameras that can see around corners now? Oh yeah, that's pretty neat. It's <laughs> pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we have guns. It is pretty true. Too. That is not as impressive as a camera that can see around a corner. I'm sorry, Trevor, but it's just not. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But how's this? They also come with an accessory that you can stick on the end that makes it look like a cat. I'm not kidding. That's a real fucking thing. I know. They make it in Israel. I know. That's <laughs> a thing. That is also You can terrible. shoot people with a fuzzy cat. <laughs> Hold, could you call that a catling gun? No. No. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So New Year's resolution's kind of a bust. We don't have we don't really have any and um should we I mean is there a point of even having New Year's resolutions? Is there can we not simply set these goals at any time of year or is there any sort of cultural or you know mental weight that's added to the fact that we do it around the New Year's? Here's a weird thing. I, I think that we can set these things around the year. I actually started going to the gym in, like, March or something weird like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's not a lot of cultural weight behind uh, spring as the turning point in Western countries so much. Um, but I feel like it is a, a more natural, like... I'm going to do something new, you know, spring cleaning, spring, uh, you put away your, your big heavy Rochester coats and you get out <laughs> your, your skimpy, uh, you know, downstate New York coats. It's cold here. Big heavy Rochester coats. But yeah, spring, I think is a good time to start new things. So you think maybe people should start oh, making, doing the you know, resolution kind of tradition around spring instead, because it has that natural seasonal shift. 
Um, maybe. I don't think it would actually be uh, more efficacious than New Year's because people are really bad at forming new habits. Uh, but I think it might might help. Hmm. I think it's more advantageous to make a new to to form a new habit one at a time. That's oh, also true. And like, just yeah. sort of build up like on your new the, habits? Yeah, the problem with New Year's resolutions is like, I'm going to eat right, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to clean up the house. It's like you are setting yourself up for failure so hard. That is way oh. too many things to try and do at once. Oh, yeah. No, I actually, I just experienced that phenomenon because I made this, because I'm basically doubling down on my media production for this year. And I made this two-week mm-hmm. schedule, and I realized that I am loading up way too much on any given week. Bye, Nelson. Bye, Nelson. <laughs> oh, oh, he's back. Ah, Nelson's back. Hi, Nelson. Hello. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Much like the listeners who were hoping for a new episode in the last four weeks, you didn't miss much. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I realized that I I couldn't I was loading way too much onto this, so I had to kind of pare back what I'm doing. So, more mm. evenly more evenly distribute things, give things more lead time, more working on time. Otherwise, I knew I was going to yeah. fail. <laughs> so. Yeah, for us, it was sometime in spring last year we decided we really should go to the gym on a regular basis. So we signed up for a gym. We've been going probably an average of every two weeks the whole year. Or mm. not not every two weeks. I mean, twice a week, every week for the whole year oh. we've been members. And sometime a few months ago, we watched a TED Talk about being weekday vegetarians. It was just like, you know, hey, it's healthier to eat less meat, so here's a good way just eat. Eat vegetarian on weekdays and have meat on the weekends, and that's a good way to reduce your meat intake. And I was like, that sounds like a good thing. We should do that. And we've been doing that. What? Jesus. <laughs> what in the hell Hold was on. that? Hold on. Nelson. <laughs> Is that a landline? <laughs> Nelson. Oh, no, that's that's his doorbell. That's what that was. <laughs> His, uh, I know. It's like, was he just giving me crap for having, like, to sign things and use checks? That would be, uh, that's, that's Nelson's cassoulet that has arrived. Hi. <laughs> Yay. Okay, I think, well, sure, but what about you? Do you think that, um, do you think resolutions have any more weight when done in the new year? Or do you think it's just a matter of, you know, the New Year's having its own sort of placebo effect on our willpower. I think that you can buy a new monitor at any time of the year, and that's okay. I got a pebble. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it was 10% off. Oh. I got a... Uh, I finally... I bit oh. the bullet, and I finally got a uh, an Apple Watch. I don't even Oh, you got it was watch. it was one it was one hundred dollars off. How many dollars is that then? It was like two hundred, which is it's just at the limit of like this is a silly toy, but is interesting from a you know UX perspective, and I'm a UX developer, so I should 
Play with it. The, the pebble steel was two twenty-five. I like it. <sighs> yeah. I am. I am bereft of smartwatches. Sad. Do you have a watch? Man, your wrists are so dumb. No. <laughs> what do you got? Just like rocks, like a rock bracelet. <laughs> Tell the time with your sundial. No, but you know, I carry this. I carry my calculator around, and I can use it really well to uh, to keep track of my sheep. So I got these. These are nice. You know. That's that's good. <laughs> Someone is just going to combine this with like a flashback to last year when we're all saying, "Yeah, smartwatches are dumb. You shouldn't get a smartwatch." <laughs> did we actually say that? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I'm pretty sure we all agreed that smartwatch. I'm just going to say, <laughs> I think you said smartwatches are dumb, and I was the first one to get one. <laughs> yeah, you were. Here's here's the weird thing. So I a long time to get one, but I normally don't wear a watch, and I didn't know why. Like I would wear it for a little bit, and then I'd take it off, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I didn't know why that was, and then I got like a twenty dollar knockoff uh, mayonnaise loop, as they call it, the one that just kind of wraps around and doesn't have a buckle, and then I realized when I'm typing on my laptop, it's the buckle that irritates me. Huh. Huh. And I, I've been wearing this for like two days, and I'm just like, I forgot about it. Hmm. Until it taps me on the wrist and was like, "Hey, you got a tweet. You like that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I like that." <laughs> that I, is I really pared weird. down my notifications <laughs> so hard. Well, I don't have Twitter or Facebook on my phone. Hmm. Well, well I don't. Well, I, don't have, can I, I, don't I need to apps. bring this up. I'm sorry. I need to bring this up. I do not have Facebook on my phone, but not of my own volition. What? I, I am apparently... How did you do that? Ah, here. I am apparently among... Do you guys remember like maybe a month or so ago an article came out saying that Facebook was crashing its app on for Android users on purpose? What? <laughs> Why? Picture um, that was last week. Yeah, uh, in order to test like, like this this week. Yeah, in order to test them, in order to test a whether or not they would go and start using the uh, the web, the web uh, interface for Facebook on their phone. Well, I started getting notifications on my phone about a week or so ago from uh, Facebook notifications, but through Chrome. And yesterday. Mm-hmm. My phone, oh, I, I day before yesterday, I tried <laughs> opening up the Facebook app on my phone and it would immediately crash. Just immediately. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hmm, that's some rather suspicious timing. And I'm not using Facebook on my phone anymore. Actually, it, the entire app is gone. The only Facebook related app I have is Messenger, which, you know, I use for communicating with peeps. But, um,. Nope, Facebook app completely disabled. Not using it. I am not. I'm not. I'm not going on it through the Chrome. I am saying fuck you to Facebook. What phone do you have? I have the Samsung Galaxy Note Five. And you can get rid of Facebook. I can disable the application. I am impressed. Anyways, that's because I have a Nexus, and I got a Nexus specifically because it doesn't come with Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it just pissed me but. off. That's what it did. It just really, it really just pissed me off, and I'm like, "Fuck you." I saw that article and I kind of laughed at it. <laughs> I was like, 
Because the conclusion they drew from this testing was that there was, they were trying to find the threshold at which the the app was too unstable and people wouldn't use it. Mm-hmm. And the conclusion was there was no threshold. People <laughs> need their Facebook like they need black tar heroin, apparently. <laughs> hey, man, that's not true. You can quit black tar heroin. <laughs> you really is it true. is really difficult to quit Facebook once you're on it because you it, you have that whole social network. I have one friend, she's a journalist. I have no idea how she's not on Facebook. No clue. All right. Well, anyways, let us uh let us proceed along the pat the uh the um topics list here. Uh next topic we've got on the lo- on the uh, ooh, wrong chat. Here we go. Uh, next topic we got is the Cyborg Games are coming. Uh, the 2016 Cybathon uh, is where enhanced Cybathletes, which is a horrible, horrible Please word. No. Yeah, it's a horrible word. We need a different word for that. Where these uh, where athletes using prosthetics, let's just say athletes using prosthetics, uh, can all compete together. It's going to be taking place in Zurich in October 2016. Um, they apparently allow any kind of technology. You know what they need to allow is someone from uh, at least a halfway competent marketing department oh, to basically me. just go over everything they have ever named. Can we like Cyber marketing? Can we like at least address the fact that Cybathlon is a horrible yeah. word? That's, That's bad. Just, All of those words are bad. Yeah, that is, that is terrible. It should be a cyberthon. No, it no, really shouldn't. No, no, it really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> just cyber everything. What are you doing? Cyber track and field. Cyber high dive. <laughs> well, yeah. I work in the government, and we really like the word cyber. Okay. For no reason. It's our thing. Um. I, I don't so know I why. just read a book by an author uh, whose name Really? You did? You just read a book um, by an author? It was called A History of the Future in 100 Objects. Mm. Uh, a sort of play on A History of the World in 100 Objects, which is a very famous uh, design book by the British Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically little snippets of sci-fi going forward every few years from 2014 to, I think, like 2080-something of just neat uh, ideas. And one of the ideas was that the Paralympics, uh, which everyone knows as the less popular thing than the Olympics, um, they create an enhanced division Hmm. where you know regular athletes that have no disabilities can compete and use prosthetics and use you know drugs and use all the you know uh cyborg style enhancements um and it obviously becomes way more popular than (laughs) the the real olympics Mm-hmm. I think I could probably set a world record in those Olympics because I will get to that. I'll join the hundred meter sprint. All those guys will line up on the line, and I'll just pull up on a fucking Ducati. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Enhanced, eh? Oh, yes. If if they want to argue, I'll just, I don't know, strap it to my leg or something. Go to my roller skates. Actually, that'd be really cool, but wildly impractical. I wonder if anyone's done that. Roller this skates? is what it's like inside of my head <laughs> all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a very you fascinating world you live skates? in there, Churba. It's horrifying, man. Like, <laughs> sometimes I'll, I'm fucking lying there awake at night just staring at the ceiling, trying to figure out if Chewbacca has hairy palms or not. <laughs> no. A lot of, a lot of uh, mammals with hair everywhere have very, uh, like, padding and stuff. Hmm. So Humans with hairy hands don't have hairy palms. Um, yes, but what can we see when he's got the hands going, when he's, like, choking the shit out of Lando? You can see he's, like, got hair on the underside there. I don't know if that's wrist hair or hand hair. Maybe he's just, like, yeah, he's solid carpet. It's, it's just... for traction. What? Oh, like, uh, like shorter traction hair? Maybe. Uh, he's got claws. Like anyways... <laughs> this event apparently has uh, has people coming in with exoskeletons, um, uh, eye tracking, and BCI, all that sort of stuff. Sixty international teams um, developing quote novel technology. Um, they want to apparently get in the uh, the summer twenty. They want to get uh, run the cyber uh, the cyber Olympics. I'm calling it the cyber Olympics. Um. Yeah. In Tokyo, uh, in 2020, they're trying to get that of going on. <laughs> of course, it's in Tokyo. Oh no! The first one is this year. The f- no, the first one is this year. The they're trying to they're trying to get into Tokyo for 2020. Well, let's hope they do. Yeah, so that weebs everywhere can be very excited. Indeed, I am interested in seeing. Um, I, I want part. I want one of the events in this to be a giant robot fight, because we're still do the fight between the Kuratas and the United States's Mecca, which I have no idea what the name of it is. That's uh, true. Kuratas robot fight. I need Nothing to kind of know. Um, let's see here. Megabot. Our robot's name is Megabot. Kind of underwhelming. Of course it is. Yeah. 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 Kind of underwhelming. I'm not impressed. <laughs> but still, I am very much looking forward to it. Apparently, it's going on this year, so we have that to look forward to. Huh? Yeah? That's going to happen. Uh, Hopefully. It's not yeah. going to be good. I don't know. They got... Uh, <laughs> I mean, these things are huge. And I, I, I think one yeah, of them is going to be... I think one of well, yeah. Robot Wars is great. They're tiny, and when you've got a tiny robot, you can do mad things with them. All the big robots in Robot Wars were shithouse. Yeah, they really were. Um, even the big, even the big robots that were good. The reason they were good was because they be able, they were able to launch tinier robots. Ah, uh, yes, swarmers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're, we're looking. We can look forward to this this year. This Cybathlon, this Cyber Olympics. Stupid thing. What a goddamn awful marketing department. All right. Last topic of the (laughs) evening. Uh, Drones. People has them. I have two. Is 2016 going to be the year of the drone? What? No. Yeah. Not in D.C. Not in D.C. Not for you. (laughs) Probably not. No? It really, 
For, I mean, drone use in the U.S. really depends on the FAA. Like, what they didn't allow? They yeah, they already took care of that. They're, they're done. You register your mm-hmm. drone. If it's under a certain size, you get. You could just pay five bucks for registration, and you're done. I think it's uh, uh there's two. There's drones that don't require registration, which is under. I, it's either 150 or 250 grams. Yeah. And then there's the class between that and the giant octocopter ones, like that covers all your regular parrot drones and shit mm-hmm. like that. That is the five bucks you register your serial number on the drone chassis yeah. and parts and shit with the FAA. And then there's the big commercial sized drones that you have to register in as a more involved process. Yeah. Like this. But you get thing, a bit more freedom because they assume you are not an idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This thing, I'm I've not waited. I don't think this falls under the uh, the weight restriction for me to to have to register it but my parrot ar drone i had to register that and i think people are going to be getting a lot of these little guys and flying them around and breaking them and spending 30 more dollars and buying another one because it's so fun actually that's one of my favorite things to do around christmas time and like other big holidays like father's day is when you just go on youtube and search for sort of by uh, new videos Drone injury. <laughs> it's, just, it's just multiple hours of footage of people fucking ramming themselves in the face with drones <laughs> and like driving them into lakes and all sorts of dumb shit. It's great. <laughs> I bounced this well, one off of the heard. roof of one of the nearby buildings, and the worst thing that happened to it was that these little things broke. Just these couple little ones here. I had it. They're rich shit. They're yeah, I think I might just snip all of these safety. <laughs> yeah, isn't this the beginning of a horrible video about to happen? I think I'm just gonna snip all of these safety guards off of this thing. <laughs> well, you did say that you were gonna do two videos a week, and I just gave you a great idea for what category the next one's gonna be. Next time we see Victor, he's gonna have an eye patch. <laughs> Victor's going to be a true dog. Yeah, that's it. So here's the thing about drones is in the D.C. area, they are banned. Mm, yeah. They they have banned all drones within 30 miles of Reagan Airport. And 30 Jesus. miles of Reagan Airport is as far Everywhere. away as my house is from Reagan Airport. And it's a 45-minute drive. Oh, Wow. wow. Jesus, our rules are more restrictive than yours, and even we only have five-kilometer radius around any airport or landing pad. Yeah, well, D.C. is special. Yeah, well, yeah, because mm-hmm. presidents and Pentagon and stuff. Like I said, special. Special. Dude, you could fire a fucking RPG at the outer wall of the Pentagon and it won't actually do that much. I don't think a parrot drone is going to do very much if you ram it into the Pentagon. It's not um, It's not about damage, it's about espionage, I'm sure. Yeah, um, probably. Probably. Like they don't, they're not really worried about that thing attacking the president. They're worried about it... <laughs> Learning the patterns of the guards on the roof or something. They're clockwise. Wait, wait, can't you just do that from like a hotel window with a telescope? 
Uh, no, they actually keep. There's not a really good sightline to any worthwhile officers flying onto the Pentagon. Hmm. Really? There's not. There's uh, not good. Uh, good lines of sight uh, on the Pentagon. <laughs> not anywhere that's worth spying on was the qualifier there. Mm. Huh. And also, they do all sorts of other weird shit that helps prevent basically someone grabbing a big for dirty telephoto lens and fucking looking at stuff. Mm. It's actually not that hard to see the Pentagon. The Pentagon's sort of right there. Mm. But yeah. the White House is actually weirdly tucked away. Like It's mm. hard to get a sight line on the White House. Hmm. Other than, you know, standing in the field between it and the Washington Monument, and when you do that, you sort of, you're there. Hi, I'm spying on the White House. Just imagine, right? Obama's there, he's standing at the podium, he's delivering a speech, and then suddenly he just gets attacked by a swarm of tiny, tiny little drones just all flying at him and bouncing off him. Hmm. <laughs> now you're making me wonder if I can fit a little, because I have a little Arduino mini somewhere around here. I could probably put that on here with a gyro, maybe a oh, little GPS antenna. Zzz, you know, better is around. today's XKCD. Oh yeah, the guy oh, gets the carried away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, natural course of things, you know, it's going to happen. Actually, speaking of it's tiny swarms of things, I was thinking the other day, it, like, in Harry Potter, if you're one of those fellas who fights against Voldemort, who likes the killing curse, and the killing curse stops when it strikes something that it can kill. Mm-hmm. And we know that in the universe, insects have souls because they use the killing curse on that spider and it stops and doesn't just go through the desk and whatever else. Do you think if you were fighting Voldemort, you could probably get away with just armoring yourself with a coating of bees? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh no, he's covered in bees. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing: they never said that it requires a soul, right? I thought it was just living things. So what? You just cover yourself in bacteria? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do that anyway. Just you know. Already well, anyways. people are normally pretty covered in bacteria. <laughs> it anyway. still seems to work. So there seems to be a threshold on the level of life that it must take. Well, so maybe maybe it has maybe it has splash damage. Well, no. If you read uh, <laughs> what is it, Harry Potter and the Method of Rationality. Oh God! There is go. a, there is okay. there is an explanation that actually might make sense. So the idea is that magic. Most spells are not objective. Like, it it won't kill the thing with the soul. It'll kill the thing that, like, you know how humans think in abstractions, right? Sure. So if I'm thinking uh, kill you, I'm not thinking kill the these billion cells of you. Just like when I'm thinking transmute this object into this other object, I'm not thinking of the actual atoms. Well, in Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality, uh, one of the kind of breakthroughs that Harry has is because he's a scientist, he can think about these different levels of, you know, Abstract. reality, right? So he eventually realizes that he can transmute, like, 
half of an object into another object if he thinks about it as like of the individual atoms like at such a small scale um whereas if you think about it as the object itself it doesn't work so i think maybe the killing curse could potentially work like that Mm. Hmm. if you conceptualize the thing you want to kill as an ant you kill the ant if you conceptualize it as you know this uh like cluster of cells and it's very hard for humans to do that like you have to really like uh grok that conception which is very very difficult welcome Um, to the harry potter rationalization podcast (laughs) where we discuss the finer workings of the harry potter magic universe (laughs) (laughs) so does that mean that you can therefore kill any sorts of common infections colds viruses things like that hypothetically yes Hypothetically, yes. Right, we just Harry Potter fucking bird flu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. Alrighty then. Well, um, so we have uh, the consensus is no. 2016 will not be the year of the drone. We'll just have to see how um, how that pans out. So, uh, right then. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? You guys got any plugs? You want to plug a thing? You know. Um, yeah, I'll plug two things. Okay. The first thing I want to plug is uh, A History of the Future in 100 Objects, which is pretty good and also very short. Uh, the second thing I want to plug is Neil Stevenson's new book, which is actually good. Like, the ideas are good because his ideas are always interesting. But the writing is readable. Like, it's not, as much as I love Snow Crash, it is not great. Um, but his new book, uh, Seven Eves, is sort of a combination of The Martian and, uh, and like, far future business. Most of it is near future, International Space Station, oh shit, the moon exploded, what do we do? And a lot of, like, that kind of Apollo 13, oh, no, we've got these things, how do we, you know, build a society? Uh, and then the, the end bit is the far future kind of political hmm. dealio. It's very fun. All right. George, you got anything you want to plug? I have a video, a Facebook video, that everyone needs to see. Excellent. All right. Here we go. Facebook video. Oh, this guy. Wow. Okay then. Like <laughs> <laughs> I said, I All wish right. I could be that smooth walking on snow, but no. When I walk on snow, it looks like Bambi just got <laughs> battered with a fucking iron pole. Uh, he looks sort of wobbly in the beginning, and then he is just that's fucking smooth as fuck the whole way down. <laughs> Nelson, if you look at that map you just sent us uh, a minute ago. If you look right on the border between Utah and Colorado, there's a place where you can't fly your drones that just says dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good reason why you can't fly your drones there. In uh, in looking at this map, so, it is e- entirely... I, my entire neighborhood is a no-fly zone, apparently. Uh, yeah. Why is that? Are you near... Uh, uh, the, the Van Nuys, no, the Van Nuys Airport. Very small airport. Ah. Uh. Yeah, LAX is much so further south. Than you're doing that cool. Yeah, yeah, basically. 
Um, all right, Why Trevor, anything DC you want to plug? Temporary? Um, oh, actually, I just thought of something after you said it. Does that count? Sure. I have two things. Okay. One is very short, and you will learn something. It is educational. See, the thing with cables is when you coil them up, most people just go, yep, coil, 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 like just over, 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 making loops. Mm-hmm. That actually puts a big twist in the cable that not only makes them uncoil all mm-hmm. twisted, it also fucks up your cables by destroying all the internal shielding. Yep. Especially if you're working with sound and video cables, which have sensitive copper shielding. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. So, London School of Sound to the rescue with a video on how to actually properly wrap cables. The other advantage is if you do this with rope, you can throw that rope and it will stay straight and true no matter how you throw it. It just goes dead straight because it uncoils neatly and doesn't twist. Yep. If I recall correctly, so you have to one. go with the uh, you have to go with the grain of it as it were. If it was wood, you you want to go with the natural direction of the wire. Sort of. Use the natural loop of it to get the size of your loop. Yeah. And then you alternate directions on which way you loop it. Ah. I'm talking about over and under. Yes. Yeah. Victor, I'm surprised you don't know about that. Well, I was taught to just go with the natural thing of it, not to reverse it. So, yeah. Yeah, you alternate the loops because okay. that takes the twist out of it. Mm. Yeah. Very and cool. the other is a webcomic by the excellent I'm just making sure she puts her name on her website I'm just going to go with uh, the from the excellent Montrose yes it is a pretty good comic and you should read it it is called sparkling Jesus Christ make sure I get the words in the right order I almost went like backwards ass around fucking sparkling generation Valkyrie Yuki it is pretty good. It is a kind of that sounds like parody of magical girl stuff and Norse mythology. That sounds like an it. anime put together with uh, cards from <laughs> Channel A. That that's. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, some of those Channel A shows were really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I only have one thing of the day, uh, one thing to recommend, one shout out, one thingy, uh, and that is for you guys to check out uh, latest episode of Sounds of the Commons. Uploaded it recently. Music is high quality. Uh, and uh, Content ID has already nabbed me on it, and I'm fighting it. But do check it out. It's fun. And uh, all right, guys. Well, that's it. Thanks. That was an excellent show. We are just barely under time. Thanks to Nelson, Cherba, George for yet another excellent show. And you will hear from us next time on Acceptable Vices. Good night, everybody. Good night. Buy your PAX tickets for PAX Australia so that Yog doesn't cry because he is not a pretty crier. I thought this was Friday Night Party Line. It is Friday Night Party Line. It is Friday Night Party Line. (laughs) Alright. Oh, okay. Or at least it was. I'm not sure if it is now. It is. We done? Yes, it's still waving. (laughs) (laughs) Food time. Friday Night Party Line is a Frostworks production. To find out more about us and what we do, check us out at www.frost.com.
www.dubworks.com.